how can I make this more of a viable source of income for me, kind of doing what I love. Hey everyone, welcome to Brand Therapy. Brand Therapy. That's the name of this podcast. I'm Phil. And I'm Lauren. We are Brand Therapists. Are we? Just kidding. Well, sometimes it feels like that. Licensed? No, we're not licensed. <laughs> oh gosh, Phil's sneezing now Sorry, too. Got we're a, cold. a mess. Yeah, I've got to go. Um, yeah, we're brand therapists at times. Just unofficial. Right, we're brand strategists. We get to work with individuals and businesses on figuring out how we solve creative challenges. We're good at helping people project their brand. See, I'm using like like psychology terms now. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah, I know I didn't know that, but... Project their project. Oh, God. Oh, okay, boy. shut me up. Let's get to this. Today, we have a student that I've known for a few years. She is months away from graduation. But what I love about her is that she doesn't seem like a student. No, she's so she's so impressive. She's, I would have, If she hadn't said that she was in school, I would have had literally no idea. Isn't that kind of the point when you're a student that's months away from graduation? Don't focus on the fact that you're a student. Why don't you own the fact that you are a working person, even if we have to exaggerate a little? And she is working too. She's taking on all these projects while school's happening. She's smart and she's going to make it. So I love seeing students go from student to professional. And I have to say the ones where I've seen success actually land the jobs they want in whatever industry they want actually create their dreams are the ones that show us what they're capable of doing. In fact, they're the ones that I've hired. Show me what you're capable of doing. Don't just tell me. It's just not enough anymore. Yeah, they aren't looking at school as like a break from real life. <laughs> I think this episode, this interview is useful. It's not really an interview. Why'd I call it that? It's not an interview. I don't know what to call these, honestly. Consultations. Like casual, Too snobby. Yeah, casual. Fo- but I think there's a lot in this for people not only that are students, but also switching up careers, also looking to, you know, make your business better. Definitely. Shall we get right to the interview? Let's do it. Let's do it. Here's our chat with Shade. Well, my dream job is really owning my own creative agency of sorts. I want to be able to take people who are coming just out of college, especially like um, places like Full Sail, when they're just coming out, I want to be able to take them and be able to put them on projects for clients and kind of be able to be almost a stepping stone for them to get into the industry and also do a lot of uh, freelance work as well. That's great. Let's talk about what you've been doing so far professionally and in that personal sort of what you've got both going on personally as well. And then we'll look for kind of a middle ground so we can map out a social media plan for you. Okay. So I guess I could say like professionally, I've been working with my friends and help them produce, you know, their content. It's really important to me to help people who have no idea about social media or branding and kind of just help them understand how to use it and how to use it to their benefit. So right now um, I'm working just on a couple projects with uh, friends who are kind of starting their own YouTube channels or trying to be in more of like the blogging and social media sector of the industry. And I guess personally, it's me. I'm just more of just trying to develop my skills as far as like branding goes. So I'm trying to develop like more of like my in-design skill, my design skills, and also some of my marketing skills also, which is what I'm still going to school for right now, but I'm trying to basically make sure that by the time I graduate, you know, my portfolio is up to date and I kind of have a good balance between, 
you know, my more personal things and then my more professional things. And just as far as like Instagram, as I like posting, you know, just normal pictures of my family and things. And if, you know, if it's appropriate to have all of those things on one account or if there should be some type of separation. Are you implementing an Instagram strategy right now or are you just kind of posting more in the moment? I'm posting more in the moment. I would say I'm trying to get on a roll of posting more frequently, um, posting, you know, having more of like set days that I post. But I'm very uh, in the moment type of person. I just recently kind of started getting like a proper like aesthetic on my feed that I kind of want. I think... um. I'm going to be putting Phil on the spot for lots of this. Sorry, Phil. But I think it would be really, really awesome if we think of Instagram as more of an educational outlet for you. Mm -hmm. So that way you can start targeting those students and those people that you want to be creating, uh, collaborating with in your creative agency and um, start teaching them how to use social media effectively. Because we found that on Instagram... It's kind of shifted from being a personal scrapbook or even a personal photo gallery to more of an educational source. So if you were to start now implementing that kind of strategy, and we'll map it out on our call today, then by the time you graduate, you'll be all set to hit the ground running and um, and start getting those clients that you want to work with. So Phil, I'm going to turn the mic to you now. So do you want to talk a little bit about what you've been researching recently with Instagram and what you've found to be helpful? Yeah, let's talk about Instagram and, and how it fits in with your overall strategy and also the mentality of students nowadays. I think there's a mistake that people make and that's waiting until the moment you graduate to start considering yourself a professional. What I love, what you already started to do, Sade, is that you're starting to think of yourself now, the role that you'll play within the industry. Start working now. Start building that first impression now so that it's not a scramble the moment you graduate. So what we want to think is how are you taking control over your first impression? If I've said it once, I've said it 500 times. But really, the art of branding is taking control over that first impression you give others. Instagram is a piece of the pie. Let's talk specifically about the role of Instagram, but I'd really like to understand the other pieces of the pie. Is that okay if we do that and go through each piece of that first impression you give others? So firstly, yeah, who, that's fine. Yeah, who, who are you targeting, Shade? Who is your audience? And you can have more than one, but let's identify your audience first. I, I primarily want to work with more like social media influencers and helping them. So that's really my like big goal. Like so basically social media influencers and anybody who has like small like indie businesses. Because I notice a lot of that, especially like with people my age, a lot of us are starting our own like small businesses or starting, you know, to be more for like influencers on like YouTube and things like that. And that's something that we're really pushing and really getting involved with, especially with, you know, there's all these different awards and things that are coming up that are revolving around YouTube because YouTube is a valuable source of income right now. And I feel like a lot of people who are trying to break into it, that's kind of like my target because I want to be able to to kind of help them kind of start cultivating, helping them start to cultivate what they want for themselves. How are you going to make money? Yeah, I haven't I, I've been thinking, that's another thing I've been really thinking about is how can I make this more of a viable source of income for me, kind of doing what I love. And, you know, I've looked at 
other people like um I know there's this um Instagram account called the JGO Agency and they work with a lot of social media influencers and I've been kind of just looking at, at how I could use, you know, maybe some of that time or being around, you know, some of these people and being laying out there to be able to bring people to me so I can be able to brand them. I just wanna be able to be kind of a starting point for people to kind of get on their feet and be able to continue to do this on and have hopefully have like a long lasting relationship with them um, in the future to help, you know, if they're trying to rebrand themselves and things for them to be able to come back to me. But that's like my real, I guess my real goal. I think you're so great. You're so knowledgeable. I meet so many students in this job and bopping around like I do to different schools. One of the things I really really like about you is that you own it and you're very knowledgeable. It's very clear to me within five minutes of chatting with you that you know your shit. And I love that. And I also love that now I'm looking at the JGO agency. The handle is the JGO letters agency. You've been strongly inspired by this account. You're not copying them in any way, but I think the look and feel of the the profile that you've created you know, your personal brand is inspired in a great way from this. So I think you're really knowledgeable and I think we need to see that. So I want to see your Instagram pivot from scrapbook, family scrapbook to knowledge and not in like a very obvious way, like quote cards and stuff like that. I think we see too much of that nowadays. It's like, so we're so over that. But even in the captions, you know, some of the ways you caption your stuff show us that you're an expert. You're already doing that with the aesthetic, the beautiful aesthetic. And you, it's clear to me that you've planned your posts and you've curated your posts. I want to know what we're talking about each piece of the pie. So Instagram is, is it will help you refine maybe what the purpose is. But ideally, I want to go through each piece of the pie and give it purpose. So we've got Instagram, your website. What other social media platforms are you using? I'm trying to really clean out my Twitter. I don't think I'm using to its full effect because it's more of like when I first got on Twitter, I think I was like, I had to be like freshman in high school and I had the same Twitter account. And it's just more of me just like retweeting and reposting things. I do talk a lot to like small indie brands on there, um, especially like small, like black owned businesses. Um, I've talked to a couple of them on there who have, as she asked me to social media manage some of their things and some of their accounts and things like that. So I've been talking to people I found on Twitter, but my Twitter, I haven't really used it for necessarily. I've used it more for like connecting with other, or yeah. like other people Great. and brands, but I haven't necessarily used it for like business as far as like tweeting about branding or tweeting about social media or anything like that. It's going to help you to have to define a bit more of a purpose for each, I keep saying it, but each piece of the pie, you know, if Sade is the pie, each slice of this, we're going to define so you know how exactly how to use that platform and also what your audience expects from you on that platform. So uh, Shade, I'm seeing on your Instagram, like you've got tropical destinations, you have art, you have some family photos. So just taking a step back from branding and from your career goals, what would you say your creative process is? Do you look at, spend a lot of time on Instagram curating collections and images you love? Do you look at specific agencies and the work that they do? Like walk us through that. 
Well, I think my creative process is I, I do. I get a lot of my ideas and my inspiration from Instagram. Instagram is a platform that I love just because I love to look at people's feeds and see, you know, their journeys and what they're traveling and what they're doing and things like that. Like, that's what I love to look at. And I've looked at Instagram as kind of like a way of I could use it to, you know, express myself and, you know, still, you know, every now and then post a little like personal things, but I also see it as a way for me to kind of move forward in a more professional way, like I said before. But my creative process is I really, I wake up in the mornings, I spend maybe just maybe 10 or 15 minutes and I kind of go through my feed and go through different accounts that I like and different bloggers. I'm, I'm really inspired a lot by bloggers and the way that they deal, deal with their businesses, especially like people like, uh, there's a, um, a blogger, her name is Gabby Fresh. I love her Instagram account. Or Jackie Ainal, she's a, a makeup person on YouTube. So it's like people like that, I like to go through their feeds and kind of see like how they're using their platform to their benefit. And that's kind of how my creative process goes through. And I kind of get ideas from that and kind of start to build upon my own, my own ideas for not only myself, but also for like, how I said before, how I'm working with some of my friends also helps them kind of build ideas for them and that works for them. So I was taking notes while you were speaking and you were saying such great things and there was such passion in your voice while you were talking about Instagram. And it seemed to me like there are kind of three categories of things that you're drawn to creatively. So you really like inspiration as a whole by seeing what other people are doing. You really, really like destinations too, like travel. I can already tell that you're really interested in the world and what it has to offer. And then you're also interested in what I would call expressions, like personal expressions and more kind of like intimate and heartfelt pieces by people that that let you know who they really, really are. So does that resonate with you? Does that seem like like how you'd summarize what you're interested in? Yeah, I think it does a very well job of kind of summarizing you because I am a very um, passionate person and people to me are important. And the connections you make with people are very, very important to me. I feel like if you can somehow, some way, you know, bring happiness to somebody through your work, I think that's like a huge deal for me. So everything you kind of just said kind of encapsulates everything that I kind of connects with me. Okay, stop. I'm going to try and tell you about our brand audit consultation in under 30 seconds. If you like what you're hearing, then you can visit philpallon.expert slash therapy for a 15% off on our actual 90-minute consultation that we do privately. Okay, that's under 30 seconds. I'll talk to you later. Bye. The connections you make with people are very, very important to me. I feel like if you can somehow, some way, you know, bring happiness to somebody through your work, I think that's like a huge deal for me. So everything you kind of just said kind of encapsulates everything that I kind of connects with me. And then what are you doing for your website so far? Just more in detail, like are you, is it more personal? Are you offering services? I actually am working on getting, um, a, um, doing Squarespace because right now um, in school we're doing like WordPress and I despise WordPress. I don't like it at all. Um, but I'm trying to work on getting my Squarespace together and actually building a portfolio. Like I haven't really took pictures or anything like that because I was really fuzzy for a long time about what exactly it was that I wanted. So as far as like my website, things go I'm still that's something that I'm still in the process of putting together because I'm kind of like I want it to be 
right when I want it. I don't want it to kind of be halfway done. Squarespace instead of WordPress, a woman after my own heart. One thing I recommend, Shade, <laughs> is until that site is ready, I would throw up what Squarespace calls a cover page, a photo or video of you, and a little bio and a link for people to contact you and connect with you on social media. You have control over what you put there, but you can build one in about 15 minutes, and that way something lives there. It takes the pressure off of you to get that site done as soon as possible, but it would be a shame if you missed let's say someone wants to contact you or work with you, it would be a shame to miss that opportunity because someone doesn't know how to contact you. So that's what I would recommend in the meantime. But one of the things I love about you is that you're showing us what you're capable of doing instead of just telling us. And I know that as we sit here and chat, and I know people are listening in on this, you're very good at speaking soundbites. So there's a few things that you've said that I think could literally be copy on your website when you're talking, when you answered Lauren's question about your process. So I think finding a way to, to take inventory of those moments, whether it's in conversation with somebody who doesn't know so much about you, don't be afraid to record those. I use an app called Rev on my phone. And sometimes when I'm discussing something with someone that I don't know that well, and I have to go back and kind of explain my thoughts, it's kind of weird, but I'll take out my phone and say, sorry, can I transcribe this as I explain it to you? And I, it's a dollar a minute. And literally, you push record, you push upload, and it's transcribed within 10 minutes and sent to your email. So that's one way of also just keeping track of what you say conversationally and finding a way to use that as part of your brand. Okay. And it's called Rev? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's Rev. R-E-V. Okay. All right. Thank you. And I think it's just rev, Rev.com, right, Phil? Yeah, Phil's nodding. So I know you'd mentioned that you weren't so sure about using Twitter. One, I would definitely recommend to reconsider that, but only for this reason, is that Twitter, when you're first starting out, is a really, really easy and quick way to connect with people. And you can actually search by question or keyword and really like even search for profiles based on certain keywords too. So that could be a real potential lead generator for you. So I would just definitely recommend to don't fully dismiss Twitter. I know it's not as beautiful as Instagram, but I do think it could help your business. Okay. Cool. So I like your, the idea of your Instagram strategy being a bit more loose and artistic, like the JGO agency that you mentioned. You can tell that they're posting based on an aesthetic, not necessarily based on like a type of post. And I, I could see that really working for you. And I do really like the idea of you kind of rotating or at least having the themes of inspiration, destinations, and expressions, personal expressions in mind when you're posting. And I can tell that you're, you've definitely been experimenting with an aesthetic that's super great with those like neon lights and tropical colors. So keep that up. And I think that, that this way you'll be able to I mean, if your family and if people inspire you, you can post about those people, but just make sure that there's still like an educational element to it. But I think that that should help kind of give your Instagram some some more direction, which makes it a lot easier to post and also allows you to still show the the personal stuff that's going on in your life. Okay. So what other questions do you have for us? You'd mentioned that you had a couple. Well, in the process of you guys talking, you've covered actually a lot of my questions. I think another question I had was um, when it comes to like showcasing, because right now I don't have, I guess I feel like I don't have a concrete content to put on 
as far as like my um, portfolios and things like that, when you do start being able to get that content of to show your work, how do you go about posting that on your portfolio? Because I know I've seen like a lot of people when they're posting their work or something like that, they kind of have almost like a, um, I usually say like a routine where it's like they post, for example, if they did somebody's Instagram or like content strategy for Instagram, it's like they posting like screenshots of, what they've done or something like that. But I feel like when things, it kind of makes your portfolio not look as professional. So what, what are some ways that you could post what you're working on, but have it look more professional? I don't know if my question is making sense. I can take this one because portfolios are really tough and super important for when you graduate so that when you get out into the world, People actually can see that you've done something. It really fits with our discussion of making sure you show your brand and not just tell people. The number one mistake people make when they graduate school is they're so focused on telling people what they want. Here are my goals. Here's what I'm capable of doing. But your potential employer, the one that's going to decide, yes, I'm going to give you money to render a service to give me value in some way. That decision is almost always based on you showing your capabilities, not telling them. We don't trust people who just tell us what they can do. We trust based on what we've already seen that you've done. So with that in mind, that needs to be the overarching rule or parameter you set when you do start to create your portfolio. Can you use school projects in your portfolio? Absolutely. Can you use a project that you may have done for a friend or a family member? Absolutely. What you need to do is you need to put at least three projects in your portfolio that show what you're capable of doing. So uh, your question with, uh, you know, showing something that you're already working on, I think you get creative about how you show that. Maybe a project is in progress. You show us a preview of what it looks like. I've seen designers and stuff do that, and that's very cool. Show a little peek, a little preview of what's to come. That starts to tease and build intrigue to make sure people start to come back. I'm curious to know if I said to you, tell me quickly in one or two sentences about three projects that showcase what you're capable of doing as a professional, as a creative agency, that's the goal, what are those three projects? What would you pick? Maybe as far as like um, where I can do like social media and content strategy one, that could be something I can immediately put on that I know that I have accomplished already that I could put on there. Cool. That sounds like that would work to me. I think it would be really, really cool if you actually branded yourself in three different ways. Like it could be like Shades of Sade or something. And you could actually show the depth of your visual aesthetic because there are so many different ways that you could brand an individual and showing that you're you're conscious of of who you are could be really interesting and b it could actually let people in on your process and let them see sort of the decisions that you made to arrive at different different end destinations and by branding yourself that would kind of give depth to who to how your brain thinks which is really interesting to potential employers. But you could also even make almost a social media like campaign out of it, so to speak, where people could ultimately choose how you should be branded, like which brand you should go forward with that you make permanent on your website. Okay. That sounds interesting. 
So maybe like, for example, one of your brands could be ultra sophisticated with black and white photography. It could feel like very glamorous, almost like um, violet gray type brand. Whereas another one could be super fun with those neon lights and really casual and, and edgy. And then maybe another one is a bit more reserved with kind of like a modern, almost industrial aesthetic or even a beachy vibe because I can see from all those destination photos that you love that. So by coming up with three distinct themes and actually showing how all the different ways you could brand yourself, that might open up some doors and that might show your work in an interesting way. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good idea. That's actually a great idea. I never thought about that. Phil, am, am I crazy? You're a little crazy, but usually when you throw out crazy ideas, they work. So I love this because it gets your 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 audience your followers, your family, your friends, everyone that's around you involved. When you can start to allow people to have a stake in what you've built to be a part, to weigh in. You know, we're noticing on Instagram, people are doing surveys, you know, surveying their audience. Do you want more of this? By letting people be a part of this process as it's kind of created, they feel like a stakeholder. They feel a part of it. And I love that aspect of this idea. I said, that's a great idea. Like, I've never thought about, like, bringing myself in three different ways because I feel like I am a very um, complex person. I do have many different parts of me. So I think that would be really awesome. Yeah, it would be cool. And also, it's an opportunity for you to experiment with different vibes, different aesthetics for that could ultimately be applied to clients. Yeah. I love this. I love what we've come up with. So what's going to be your next step, Sade? Uh, I think my next step is Obviously, you know, exploring a little bit more with my Twitter and moving on to some of that and also kind of doing what she said, just kind of exploring um, different, you know, different aesthetics and different things I could be doing and mostly honing my um, my skills because even though, you know, a creative agency, my big goal is to, you know, be able to have people come and like maybe if they were in a graphic design major or, you know, something like that, be able to come in and all work together on a project, I think it would also be really cool for me to still be able to know parts of other things that I possibly can do myself, but still be able to achieve that, whether I have, you know, a graphic design or a photographer or anything like that. Well, that sounds like a really good plan to me. Thank you. And make sure you circle back with us once you've got something to show for this. We'd love to see it. And any other exciting updates along the way, we look forward to hearing from you. Definitely. Well, there we have it. Am I crazy? Was that was that a crazy idea? No, it wasn't crazy. I just don't think we've ever done that before. Never. I mean, I hope it doesn't come across that she has a split personality <laughs> when people go to her site. But I was thinking, you know, the world's her oyster. She's graduated from school soon. And I'm kind of envisioning this like sleek white site, kind of like the agency that she brought up. But then people can see examples of her. In a way, to not draw too much attention to the fact that she doesn't have a huge portfolio of mm -hmm. projects to show. This is kind of a really strategic distraction from that that I think is totally in the vein of showing her potential employer or client what she's capable of doing. That was my, my hope. Think about, too, like we hear news stories, like this person gets a job from running Facebook ads. 
you know, or, or any of these kinds of creative ways that people get jobs, this is kind of one of them. I think she could potentially get press or gets, you know, at least stir up some kind of buzz around this by doing something that's so different. I mean, she deserves it. She's so knowledgeable. She's super knowledgeable. You know that within the first few minutes of speaking with her. Totally, totally. Well, I'm excited. Shadi's a great example of someone that shows her brand instead of tells them. And I hope that you have found this useful, particularly students listening to this episode. Think now, not even students, but also people switching careers or even people evolving. Our presence online has to evolve with that, but you constantly have to find creative ways to show people what you're capable of doing. Hopefully you've learned from this episode. We're so happy that you've been hanging out with us for a few minutes. If you enjoyed this episode, there are more. Be sure to check our past episodes. Also be sure to check us out on iTunes where you can subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Helps other people find our podcast. And of course, you can find us online. I'm at the Lauren Moore. On Twitter and Instagram. Yep. And Consistency. I am. It's true. I'm at Phil Palin on Twitter and Instagram. We would love, 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 love to hear from you. If you took the time to listen, we want to know. Send us a little message. We may even send you a little something as a thank you. Until next week. Next week, new Wait, episode. Phil. What? Hashtag brand therapy. Oh, yeah. Hashtag brand therapy. Include that online. <laughs> okay. Now you can sign out. <laughs> now I can sign out. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you back next week. Bye bye. Next time on Brand Therapy. I realized I didn't really want to be the person like pulling, you know, these horrible stories out of people and waiting for the next horrible thing to happen. And I wanted to kind of help people utilize media for positive. 